Zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Starfield Raw. Hi everybody, welcome back to Starfield Raw. I am Joe the Widget, and I am joined by my fellow co-host, and starting with Rook the Explorer. What's up everybody? This has been a great couple of days of gaming. Let's get to it. And we're joined, as always, by Archon. I'm going to do whatever I feel like and make it work, and it does. Hey, I didn't do whatever I felt <laughs> like. I kind of kind of took the vote seriously. I mean, we I meant like your, your vote, path but... play style. Not your, oh. your your intro, but you've just been all over the map, and it's, you've been doing well with it. I know. I, I've been loving it so much, this game. This game's legit. So, so we are back. And this is our, our bonus episode, we promise you guys, episode 6.5. We're going to talk about, we're going to go into each of our characters, like how we built them, what their role is, what their personality is, For if you're into that role-playing stuff, which I do. I do it in my head all the time. We're also going to talk about our first impressions of the game. There might be a little bit of negative, but very little. Um, for I, We've talked a lot off, off the air, and we've all found a very positive experience so far, but we're going to get into that and I'll let those guys tell you what they think on their own terms. And I'm rambling. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you are rambling, but think of it this way. Uh, there's so few negative things. This game has kept our attention for over. I think each of us has over 30 hours of gameplay. Oh, since yeah. we, since early like 34 now. Well, I've <laughs> I done, 34 now over the I weekend. had a little bit of a real life stuff going on, like golf and stuff. So um, I'm on my vacation, which has been, so far, it's been a huge stress relief. But I went golfing and I fixed my mountain bike, things like that. And I've, I've got 28 hours. You're yeah. falling. I'm at, catch up. I'm at roughly <laughs> 34, and that's after restarting the game, after I was about five hours into the game. So uh, I'm approaching 40. So if that tells you what we think about the game, yeah, we've been playing a and lot. We, we're not just playing it for, you know, the show that we do, but yeah, it's it's a love affair. I found myself addicted. I woke up this morning after I fallen asleep at my desk last night, and I had stuff to do. My, my dad asked me to go to breakfast, and inside I was screaming no, but on the outside I was like, okay, sure. Got home, and my stuff to repair my mountain bikes I had two flat tires was in so I figured I'll just repair it and yet I was craving to get back to my computer and play Starfield yeah uh, let's put it this way this is the first game in quite a few years that has taken my entire days away from me yeah I, I've I've pretty much spent an unhealthy amount here but it's so good and I can't stop it is um, it's what I was expecting and more yes very much so um but let's get into each of our stuff because uh, yeah. i really want to talk more about our stuff archon so you had your poll what did you wind up doing dude well uh we ended up getting 17 votes and it was a five-way tie with only two votes so basically what i did was i rolled a d10 and assigned basically two numbers to each of the five categories and three of the f- three of the five rolls I did all came up bounty hunter so oh bounty hunter and so far I I don't regret it it's it's been a lot of fun um 
the backstory, I guess, from what I've seen so far, I mean, I'm, I'm not super far into the game, but from what I've seen so far, the background doesn't really, hasn't really affected me much except for this, the traits that it gives you, or the, the skills, whatever you want to call them. The traits are different, but um, I don't know. It's It's been pretty enjoyable so far, so I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I ended up taking the extrovert trait, and that was it, because none of the other ones really fit my playstyle. And I've, for the most part, been following along with the story quest, but I've also been building outposts and <laughs> other random kind of scanning planets and, and, and gathering materials, and I have an insane amount of materials. I think I'm the only one that has not built an outpost yet. I've kind of gotten into the crafting a little bit. I can, I can make like what level, <laughs> like I think level two or level three mods for everything now. And I can build outpost like almost all the outpost stuff. Like been a fair share of time with my crafting, which I mean, I said before this, the game even came out, that was going to happen. So it's been what I expected. Um, there are a few things, obviously when we get to that, that I'll, that I'll talk about, but for the most part, like, I've just really enjoyed the game. For me, it kind of started out a little slow and I was kind of trying to find my footing. But then once you hit like a certain point in the story, it just takes off and much. Yeah, it, at first, the morning comes around and I'm like, why am I still awake? Yeah, it, it had took a moment for it to really grip me. Like I was loving it. The graphics and everything when I got my graphics card to work were beautiful. The environment's amazing. It wasn't until, like you said, a certain point in the story that things just flipped. I went from loving a game to being hooked on the game. So I really can't say much about that because um, as soon as I got far enough to go on my own, I went completely exploration mode and said, screw the story until y'all started yelling at me for not doing the story and that I should really try it. So I'm back <laughs> on to doing the main storylines-ish. He's so far behind us. <laughs> yeah, so but I've seen more penis than y'all. <laughs> to be fair, you are too, as far as the story goes. You I was ahead of all of you guys for the longest time until I got hooked on something else. But we'll get that later. <laughs> so, Jared, what did you do with yours? So, I did what I expected I was going to do. My background, um, I want to explore. Uh, because I, my whole goal in this game was to do exploration, and that has taken majority of my time because I'm actually finding it fun. My traits I went with was Free Star Collective, Kid Stuff, and Alien DNA. And unlike Archon, I found out that Explore comes a up a lot in some of the NPC conversations, so it actually gets more effective for me, along with Free Star Collective. But kid stuff was fun because I went and visited my parents. <laughs> <laughs> so they do they do like that blend that they talked about of your look of your character with your parents? Yes. Um, so I've heard people talk about where their um, where their parents. It's hard to tell who's the dad and who's the mom. On mine, you could actually see qualities from my character in both of the parents. So they actually did a really good job with that, I think. How bad is the the hit that you take? Uh, the last one I saw come out was 500 credits. Oh, that's not terrible. Nah, I mean, until you start making lots of credits. I, I'm sitting with over 100,000 credits. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. I spent 100,000. I'm sitting on 100. Yeah, so that's did I. for something else I did. But alien DNA is effective for me because it gives me more oxygen stuff, so I'm using that so I can uh, be on the planets more. 
That's fair. But yeah, it's... Uh, I went completely opposite of what both of y'all went and said, screw the main story. I'm going exploring. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny how three of us, the three of us just went completely opposite on our play styles, which I think is going to be beneficiary to the show and for you guys, because we're not going to talk mm-hmm. about the same things. No. Oh, yeah. Definitely oh. not. I can guarantee, though, there's going to be some um, episodes coming up where we're going to have to do the spoiler warning. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's things I, we're going to talk about. There's times when the three of us are just talking to each other when we have to be like, oh, spoiler warning. Oh, better not <laughs> yeah. say that. It's, it's going to be hard. I'm like the only one that doesn't care about spoilers, so I have to watch what I say when I'm gaming with everybody because <laughs> not everybody likes spoilers. Yeah, yeah we, uh, we, we jumped on Discord and we're talking to each other an hour before the game released and we talked pretty much most of that night as we got into the game. Mm-hmm. Me, me complaining and griping because my video card was messing up. But uh, I got that fixed. So my character, Mr. Widget, I went um, with the file not found background, which is the one that we didn't know about early on, that we that we can talk about because we know existed. And it pretty much is all, I have no past. There's no files on me anywhere. So my background is unknown. But it gave me the wellness, the ballistics, and the piloting skills, which fit exactly what I was trying to do with my character. So I built him as like this he's a stealth assassin. So I use sniper rifles primarily, anything that's suppressed. And I go in and I go quietly. And I, I've taken out two or three bases completely stealth now, without ever being seen. It it's a blast. But I when I'm in public and I'm doing those uh, public conversations, I'm sticking to more of a diplomatic approach. So a lot of um convincing. Yeah, and I, I felt persuade, yeah. that I use persuasion a lot. Yeah. I use persuasion a lot too. It, it was weird because I didn't even take the persuasion talent until, gosh, I think I was like level twenty-two or twenty-three when I finally took the persuasion talent. So it's like I've just been doing it all along. It's fun because you pick that right thing to say and watch it get a critical success, and yeah, it's 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 kind of cool. You have to convince them, and it's an actual step-by-step process you do to convince them. It's actually really really cool how they did it. Uh, I picked the uh, introvert trait, which is ironic. We'll get to that in a second. And I picked um, bounty hunter, or wanted, sorry, wanted. So I have bounty hunters chasing me. And the only times I've faced bounty hunters so far has been in space when I was a low level, and they were more than double my level and decided to destroy me. So they would either try to get 2,000 credits off of me, or I had to run. There was no fighting him at that time. I haven't had any bounty hunters come after me on the ground yet. But I have been sticking mostly to the main story and then one other major story arc, which I just completed hmm. today. Um, I did the Ryujin quest line, and that, I'm not going to say anything about it other than the fact it is massive, and it is probably the, it is the most complex storyline and quest I've ever played in a video game. That's a yeah. bonus. I haven't started that one yet. I did uh, just get the quest, or the storyline that they talked about in the Q&A where... Uh, the very first time in the game you get arrested, they give you the storyline where you have to like infiltrate the Crimson Fleet. And I have that storyline, but I haven't followed it yet. So I, I've yeah. been thinking about getting into that here pretty soon. I haven't yeah, been arrested yet. I, may, I did. Well, my arrest was because I forgot I had contraband on me <laughs> and uh, flew into a faction system and got scanned. <laughs> I had to commit murder once to get a... Um, uh, 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 a uniform off of somebody. I'm not going to tell you what it, what that uh, particular quest was, but so I made sure my follower was at my ship, 
And I went in there and I committed the perfect crime. No one saw nothing. I got my uniform and moved right on. But that was the only crime I really committed other than, you know, taking out pirates constantly everywhere. Hey, I like stealing the pirate ships, all right? Yeah, every time I've, like, I'll land on a planet and a pirate ship will land right by me and I'll go take out all the pirates, but then it'll say I, um, I'm unauthorized to enter the ship to try and steal it. So I'm like, what the heck? Let me steal the dang ship. Oh, see, I don't do that. I, I ignore the guys on the ground and run straight into the ship. <laughs> yeah, that's what I do. Like, I one of them, I ran straight to the ship, and it still it wouldn't let me go in the hatch. It said, like, unauthorized access or something. It wouldn't let me into the ship. That's I, weird. Because, yeah, I haven't found like Four of my ships. ships, four of the ships I've captured and stolen, that's how I did it. I ran up into... Well, you see it more when you're exploring because there's random landing sites around the uh, bases. Uh, that they'll land at. So I just run up there and yeah. steal the That's ship. That's the ones that I go to. And then whenever I get to the hatch, it says unauthorized access and won't let me in the hatch. It just doesn't like you for some reason. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe you have, maybe it's a trait or I mean a talent or something that I Maybe don't. it's a trait or a, uh, well, I'm Freestar Collective Kids stuff. No, maybe it's the Explorer background. I don't know. One thing that's been blowing my mind though, speaking of traits and skills and stuff like that, is how much they actually play into the game. Mm-hmm. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Even skills, like I, so many of my skills have come up as conversation points. Yeah, and it's just skills. It's not my background. It's not anything else. It's the skills I have. I've had that, especially with piloting, came up a couple of times. Uh, medical has come up a lot for I've me. Had medical once. I've had stealth come up actually, which was interesting. Hmm. Which is the first um, skill that I completely maxed out just before the show. <laughs> I haven't maxed out anything yet, but I was flying around killing things so I can work on my piloting more. So we can hurry up with the show so I can get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can max out ballistic weapons right now. I just haven't yet. Yeah, I think Scanner's I, at level three for me, I think. I'm at two or three on ballistics. Right now, the big thing I'm working on is I need. I think I need to kill two more ships until I can upgrade piloting to be able to do B-class ships. Mm, and I'm, then I'm going to go crazy. I, I just got level 2 on piloting. Uh, I haven't run into very many ships because I've been doing a lot of the main story quests, and when the Ryujin quest didn't really put me in any situation yeah. where I could. Yeah. You but you I, will, I, as you get, go through the main story quest more, you'll run into a lot of uh, specific ships that I won't mention. I went back to the, doing the main story, going to go collect some artifacts, and I ran into three four different ships just doing those two yeah so they're, got, they're hard ships though <laughs> they're pretty tough ships to well, those particular well, ones i have run into i've actually run into pirates and uh, oh, okay. the crimson fleet crimson fleet uh, and um spacers are the ones i've come across the most uh one thing i do like about this uh character building i didn't put it in my notes but um the actual having to do tasks to be able to tear up to the next level of the skill instead of just, boom, you're the next I level. I was going to bring that up because yeah. it makes it, it, I like how I did it because it makes it feel like you earned it. Yeah. Yeah. The only one I'm not a fan of is pickpocket because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you fail most of the time and then you get like people after you trying to arrest you for pickpocketing and the, like you have to successfully pickpocket five times to level up that skill it's like how because until you level it up you don't get like actually good enough at it to actually succeed see so either you about... pay a bunch of bounties to get yourself <laughs> out of jail or you just <laughs> i don't know yeah my guy he doesn't he's not a thief he, he'll 
he steals lives. He's an assassin, but he's an honorable assassin and doesn't steal. Oh, yeah? So you don't take nothing off those corpses, huh? Nothing? Nothing? Not, that's no, not stealing. It's not dead. stealing. It's no longer in their possession. They're dead. <laughs> <laughs> what use do they have of it? One thing I kind of noticed about the game that I don't I don't know whether I, I like it or not yet. We'll see. Um, there's like the whole follower situation where you can like gain rapport with them and stuff like that. Like there's a couple particular followers that I've been trying to, you know, get the flirting going on with the, the, the ladies and stuff. But the only options I ever get for flirting, it seems like is with Barrett. It's like that dude just really wants to flirt with me nonstop, and it's like, come on! Like I had that same ladies. problem with Cole. With Sam Cole, yeah, Sam always wanted to flirt with me too, but like it, it's never, it's never, you know. I've made it clear in game that I'm not interested, but Barrett flirts <laughs> with everybody, including pirates. All right, <laughs> no right. Um, the personalities they put into these these characters is is so good. Even basic NPCs. Yeah, yeah. I the, agree. The, the space encounters. I had one pull a joke I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I've seen a couple. I had to stop because I almost jokes did this I wasn't. <laughs> yeah, uh, like the one that Widget found too. There's a couple jokes in the game that were pretty funny. That yeah. when you come across them, you'll enjoy it. And that, mm-hmm. Bethesda has jokes. That's for sure. I, I, I sent a picture to the guys of a screenshot earlier today. I was in this uh, facility that was completely iced over. Everyone was dead except for those um, those extremists, those uh, cultists, basically. And I can't remember the name of them right now. But um, Vardoons? Hmm? Are you talking about the Vardoons? Yeah, the Vardoon. They were in there, but they were no longer living anyway after I got done. So the whole thing is iced over. And in the kitchen, there's an ice maker machine. And it has a big old sign on it that says, Sorry, out of order. Ice is no longer available. As it's frozen all around it. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, uh, comedy. comedy. There's a lot of it. And then some, a lot of it in the dialogue, too. Especially with your, um, your cohorts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm flying around shooting pirates. And I get an NPC come up behind me and just start talking to me. I'm like... <laughs> Should you be strapped in? <laughs> I'll be flying yeah. around, and all the different people in my ship, which is like half of the entire crew um, of Constellation, in there, if not most mm-hmm. all of them, and they'll have these random conversations. And I'm sh- I'm in space <laughs> combat with pirates, and it's just yeah. it cracks me see, up. See, see, doesn't that mean? Doesn't I talk to your skill as a pilot when they're sitting there nonchalantly having a conversation? Yeah, they don't even care. Hundred percent. Even when they. <laughs> Even when my grav drive died, they were sitting there nonchalantly saying, hey, the grav drive's down. Hey, don't worry, it's back up now. <laughs> I've heard people all over the internet lately saying like how some of them, mostly the PlayStation fanboys, griping about how the NPCs look like garbage, but I found that their, some of their facial expressions is very, very good. The yeah. ones that facial look like garbage... The ones that look like garbage are the pirates that you find on random generated worlds because it's hard to see their faces. It looks like they just made it where it is a generic NPC so that way it can load easily. Possible. But main story NPCs. Yeah, all the story characters, even minor story characters, are very in-depth in how they look and how they interact. I I love their reactions when you're talking to them. Um, and the world, the worlds, even the ones that are generated, 
feel lived in. They don't feel like they're just a rock generated that you can walk on. There's there's old buildings and stuff, or there's actually settlements on these places. It actually feels like a lived in galaxy, especially the cities. I, yeah, I love Neon City. Neon City is my favorite so far, even though it's the crime capital. And I thought, no, I'm not going to like that one. No, I like it. It feels really lived in. Even when you go down to the slums where all the gangs are and everything like that, it's it's well done. So I got to bring this up. The, the elephant in the room with the uh, biggest debate going into the game. Have any of y'all ran into a barrier? Nope. Nope. Me neither, and I'm, I'm constantly running around. I ran like 1,500 meters once on a planet, and it probably oh, took me 15 minutes to do it, or more. Mm-hmm. No battery. I, I, I did a quest on one, a random quest I ran into on one of the planets where you find this guy who's injured and you have to bring him back to his ship, and I, I had to run probably two-thirds of the way across the planet to get this guy to his ship and never ran into any barriers, never ran into anything except for monsters that were trying to kill him. So, yeah, I don't so, know. This may have, ju- that may have just been on, like, beta copies of the game or something. It could have been the copies or- that the, uh, what's their names, the press release had. Or it could have been fake and the person faked it. Um, what I did notice, and uh, I was going to say something. Give me a second. Oh, yeah. Um, one thing I did notice, though, with the planets is I kind of like how they did the uh, ship thing because it actually gives real size to the planet. So I can't just like spend an hour to go all the way around the planet. I actually have to use my ship to go to another location if I really want to do an in-depth exploration. That, that, that makes sense, because I was thinking about this the other day. Um, in No Man's Sky, you can fly around the entire planet pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it does give a sense of scale of that planet being a lot smaller. Yeah. In Starfield, you try flying up to that planet after you, after you uh, jump in and try to land manually. It's going to take you all day. Mm-hmm. Or more. Yeah, it's it's... They're There's a huge. real depth of space. And when you're going in to land on one of my favorite things is to like go dock with a space station. Even mm-hmm. that approach takes some time. You have to monitor your speed and everything like that. It's they get a really good sense of, of scale in this game. Yes, very much so. One thing I definitely noticed though is it it may just be I know it's not just me because me and Rook were talking about this earlier, but New Atlantis doesn't seem near as big as they made it seem. In, in the in the videos, they they made it seem like this city that you could spend weeks exploring. It wasn't near as big as I thought it was going to be. Like it it's it is huge. It's got big shop, like lots of shops and stuff you can go to but in the residential district. But it's not yeah. near the size I thought it was going to be. It's I think it's because of the tram, and it's the only city that does have a tram to go from district to district. Right. But you can still but run you can, district. Yeah, to you district. can physically run yeah, it without yeah. the tram, and it doesn't seem that. that big. No, it, really like it doesn't. doesn't seem as big as they they made it sound like but it, it's still like there's still plenty of areas of it that i haven't been to yet so i, I mean it's- i did one quest inside of that city um for ryujin and it, it suddenly seemed a lot bigger really <laughs> oh yeah maybe maybe i just haven't 
got to fully explore yet. I, I know that there's a couple of like the towers and things like that that I haven't even been in yet. I That's the thing. It's, it's those big buildings. You go into them when you get a chance to get into get, get into them. It suddenly changes the scale. Kids yeah. kid stuff actually puts you in one of those buildings too, because oh, your parents nice. live in one of those buildings. So uh, we want to get back on track to our notes. <laughs> I think we're doing fine. We're getting right. Yeah. Into what we're well, supposed to get because into. I want to talk about your TP bandit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this happened Friday night. It was really late. I was frustrated with my computer, which I finally got it to work Saturday. Oh, it was a miracle. It, the game went from being granular and blah to, oh, it's beautiful. Anyway, so I was doing a quest for during the main story, and I was in Vectera on a base. And I was going around, and you're supposed to get unlock something on the computer. I'm not going to get any kind of details. There's a spot where you can put in three different power cells. And I realized that when I found one of these these power cells, I put it in. It's like, oh, it's lighting up. There has to be some kind of secret to this or something awesome. I went all over that base for an hour. And it's a small base. I'm talking four or five rooms, small base. All over it. And one thing I did notice was I was getting more and more and more frustrated is that there was toilet paper everywhere. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so there are people are collecting sandwiches and stuff like that, so I'm going to start collecting TP. I'm going to become the dang TP bandit. So in my head, I was constantly going, TP bandit! And as I was going around the entire place, thinking I'm going to just one of these days see if I can TP an entire building. But when I did finally get all three power cells in there, it happened to be the exactly the same thing that I had already done. It was just another way of doing it. Mm. See, if, if, you, if, if you don't go through the security door in there, then the, the quest actually shows you where all three power cells are. And there's actually seven power cells. I found all seven of them. Well, that's the thing. I've seven noticed, power cells. Yeah, I eventually found it in a different building, more of them. But that yeah. first building, I, I, I was tired. It was like one thirty in the, in the morning, and, and all I could think was, was toilet paper. <laughs> so I think I have... Maybe like 30 to 40 rolls of toilet paper in my ship. I was going to start collecting all the stuffed animals, and then I realized I don't know how, if we can actually pick them up and place them down like you, you can. can. And like, I don't know how to pick them up mm. and actually physically put them down. I haven't seen that ability yet. You just drop um, them. I, I figured I'm going to be ready for space code if it ever hits. Yeah, I was wondering about the plushies because I kept running into different plushies. I was like, hmm, is there a reason? Like, yeah, there are a few. You should you pick them up? Are those going to be like the new bobbleheads? Like well, this is very true to it, but that is the game. Is there's a lot of stuff you can pick up, mm-hmm. and the vast majority of it being worthless, completely worthless. Okay, but, I took over a bandit ship that had a lot of mugs and plates and its cargo hold, and I'm like, what? What is it with all these cups and plates? <laughs> uh, me and Archon found a ship doing this particular quest, and in that quest, their cargo hold was full of all kinds of half-eaten sandwiches and things like that. Oh yeah, I actually found that ship. Oh, you don't no. know which ship. You don't know which one we're talking about because you haven't done that quest yet. No, because I'm not running the main story most. By the way, Archon, I had a situation where that very thing came up with some NPCs when I rescued him. It was hilarious. I'll tell you off the air sometime. Oh, oh, I, yeah. I want to know. Yeah, that would be cool. I'll have to talk about it in a different <laughs> episode, but because it's it's a little spoilery, but um. Not part of the main story. It's a little one of the side things, and it it kind of just how this game pulls you into the immersion. It's crazy. Little things you do throughout the entire game can affect everything else later on. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, what do y'all think about the new lock picking? I, like oh, I love the lock. Pick. I love the lock picking mini game. It's actually really really fun. 
I'm a level three with um, lock picking. Yeah, so now right. it's kind of cheat <laughs> mode because it gives you the blue mm-hmm. uh, icon when you get the right keys. But uh, yeah, I- I'm really quick with it now. Yeah, see, I got like the auto thing, but I don't ever <laughs> use it because I just enjoy doing yeah. the lock picking. Yeah, I have several autos. I just, why do I? I don't need to. Like, yeah, 10 seconds later, I'm done. Yeah, I, I love it. It's different. It's different for Bethesda because all of their other games have the bobby pins and, or and uh, screwdriver or... In the case of Fallout, it's like this this random words and lines of sequences. You got to try to pick the right word. And, yeah. Oh, I hate that one. I don't like that one. The way but they I do did, really like the way yeah. they do this one, and I really like the persuasion system, the way they do that as well. It's really fun. Cause you and gotta the fact like, that, in, uh, not just on top of persuasion, but your skills and everything like that and your backgrounds all play a part of those conversations too, mm-hmm. depending on the situation. I love how it actually, um, in the conversations, you don't necessarily have to be the one to answer. Yes. Oh yeah, how you can. There's options in some conversations. There's options to let your companion, depending upon if it's suitable for the situation, to talk. So uh, I have this. um, My character, clarify that, has a love affair with one of the main characters, and the reason why why I don't have this this introvert thing going on because of her. He's trying to romance the the crap out of her, but she she fits him. Like she literally fits him. If it was really me in that world. Should be my ideal. It's funny because I I also am romancing the same <laughs> character. And she, I, she seems to fit my my play style too. She fits m- me too. I think I she actually, just fits in general. Next time I'm game, I'm gonna call her a cheater. I am not <laughs> going after that same individual. I'm already romanced and completed the full story for uh, Sarah, the first companion, because she fits my style. Former Navy. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Of course, you, this is coming from a Navy vet. So <laughs> You also have not gotten to this follower yet. <laughs> no, her, her back, uh, Sarah's backstory actually fits my character a lot better. Yeah. With my character being an explorer and she being an explorer. So it works better. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're animated, but Bethesda did a great job of making her hot. <laughs> but that's a good job of making the characters likable or hateable. Oh yes, I've had a couple situations yeah. where I came across these these NPCs that I just couldn't stand, and both times I got ving- I got my revenge on both of them, different ways. <laughs> one of them I got all to shoot I, in the neck. The other one, yeah. All I can say is just wait. And not all <laughs> pirates are assholes. You're gonna have to beat that. Yes. <laughs> I don't give him a chance yeah. to find out either way. <laughs> but not all pirates are bad, as you'll find out in the game. Through so the what do you guys think about the weapon systems? I, I can go into combat all day because I'm I'm loving this combat. But what do you guys think of it? Like how the guns are done, the your, your, your quick select, things like that. I like the quick select. It's exactly how I thought it would be on PC uh, running keyboard. It's just hotkeyed to a number. Yeah. Or the number bar, um, which is or cool. you can press Q and it pulls it up and you can just select it. Yeah, um, I, I literally use one weapon. I have I, well, three I or use, four I cycle two. I have a pistol and a, and a like just a a one shot rifle, not like a sniper rifle or anything. Just like a, a a really nice rifle that I use. 
and I have a really good pistol that I use, but I don't hardly ever use the pistol because the rifle is just like, just I just double tap everything and they just die. I love it. Uh, yeah, I've been one-shotting everything with my sniper rifle. I get 2.3 times damage on a sneak kill, on a sneak hit, plus I get double damage from my the perk on my rifle, plus I get the radioactivity. So nothing survives. See, what's funny is y'all got this damaging weapons, and I got some basic weapons, um, rifles. I got one that within two or three shots I can kill even elites. Um, I have my... Uh, random exploding seven uh, semi-automatic rifle, which is fun because when you're shooting somebody in the f- in the head and watching the explosive round blow up right by their head, <laughs> it's just funny. It's amazing. Um, but I got some really good armor. Oh, hmm. I got <laughs> yeah. some really good armor too. Me and Arkan know about that. <laughs> yeah, I got some pretty good armor too. Thankfully, he he revealed something to me that helped me out a lot. Is before I got the armor, I was able to save it. And I was able to re-roll, load, go back in and get the armor, and re-roll the effects. Until I got the yeah. effects I needed that would fit my character's stealth abilities. Pro, pro tip of the week. Every time you pick up an item, it rolls a random stat. So if you save the game before you pick up an item, you can roll I already stats. had the pro tip. I, I know. I'm just, <laughs> this is Archon's like, pro tip of the week. Fair, fair. Yeah. This is... Uh, it's a good one. Oh, we got another pro tip in here? I didn't even see... Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna try <laughs> so the, the format of the show is gonna be changing uh, next week to, from what it's what it used to be because we're actually gonna be in the game now so the bulk of the show is gonna be based on our game and our week in the game we're gonna do things like pro tip and we're gonna have little weekly things we're gonna add into the show um, as we feel the need for, to do so and we're gonna keep doing your emails and I wanted to I keep on thinking forgetting to mention this but if you guys send in an audio clip of your question, email it to us. Um, we'll listen to it. If it's good quality and it's a good question, we'll, we'll air it. Definitely. Oh, yeah. I like those kind of questions. I like, uh, I've seen a couple other podcasters do that, and it's actually pretty cool when you actually air the question from the fan talking and uh, sounds I'm, more I'm interactive. I'm see about setting up a voicemail number, an online voicemail number they can just call. And leave a question that way, and it'll pick up as an audio file for us. Not a bad idea. Yeah, that we would do that. actually work. Um, okay, so my tip, which I found to be very, very useful. I don't know the buttons for Xbox, but for PC, I'm just going to go generic here. So when you are getting ready to go to a new planet, normally you have to go into the map. You have to zoom out of the map, zoom out of the map until you get to the galactic view, pick the planet you want to go to, and then jump to it. It's a sequence, a sequence. But when you, if you have the the quest selected, you'll have that dot in space of where it's at. If you hover over it and hit, well, on computer it's E, um, but your select button, you'll select that and the little icon will appear with a button press to jump directly to that planet. You don't have to go to any menus. That's a good one, um, but it doesn't work that. if you're actually not going doing missions. <laughs> no, no. If you want to actually select a particular planet randomly or whatever, you got to go in the map. But if you're doing a mission and you have to get to that planet, just hover over your cursor, hit select, and then for keyboard and mouse, it's R, and we just jump to it. Yep. Now, 
that brings me to I really love the uh, grab jump animation. Mm. That is really well done. And there's two of them. There's one from the cockpit and there's one from behind the ship. I really like the behind the ship one. Yeah, there's there's a couple different animations of the game for different things that really are very eye catching. Uh, we can definitely go on all night about talking about this game. Mm-hmm. But starting episode seven, we're going to get into a lot more details and depth, especially in our particular playthroughs. We'll give you guys warnings of, of everything. But guys, so this is your opportunity. What is the things that didn't really steer you the right way? Uh, so I really like the exploration. I really do. But it is, um, in my case, a little too simple. But it's satisfying. Um, Turn it up to very hard, then. If, you, if it's too <laughs> simple for you, just crank it up. No, this it's simple yet... Uh, okay. It's simple yet satisfying. I like it. It does so what you're, it's supposed to do. You're kind of hoping there'd be a little bit more to it then. Yeah, I was hoping there'd be a little bit more. Uh, my second complaint is um, going through a lot of the pre-generated buildings, uh, especially the abandoned places. There's not a lot of random war yet that I've found. Maybe if I go further into the story, I'll start generating more. Um, but the random ones that are computer generated on planets, there needs to be a little bit more. Um, and finally, the ship building could be more intuitive. It is a little confusing at first. It took me a while <laughs> to get used to it. Now I, I yeah. have no problem with it. I can rebuild my yeah. ship in a matter of minutes. But another another out, pro you know. tip. Another pro tip: if you if when you're building your ship, if you highlight the little connective circle and hit your add button, it'll only bring up things you can add to that piece. This could be a spoiler spoiler alert, but I doubt it. Um, but um, they could. I wish they would have made it where when you break apart a ship, you can break it down to its components and use those components on a different ship. That's no spoiler. That's a new story. Yeah, I, I yeah. really wish they'd have done that too. That was that was one of my big gripes too. Is that like there's no way to like do that. Like I learned the impression before you either use out. the ship or sell the ship. That's that's all yeah. you can do. And you, um, can't, yeah. you, you can't sell your starter ship. Yes, you can. No, it won't let me. You can sell components of it. I can break it all the way down and sell every single piece of it, and then buy new pieces to build a new ship. It's yeah. the same value. Well, that's, yeah, but that's I wanted to sell it because I already found a different ship I was using, but it won't let you sell it. You just have to. Can't you go down and sell, go in and Do- sell all the components, and then just once you have nothing left, it's gone. No, uh, it, it oh. actually does not work like that because you have two different options when you're going to mess with your ships. You have one to modify and upgrade your ship, and then you have one to actually see the ship, the uh, ship guy, the ships the ship guy is selling. That's where you oh. can sell your stuff. If you try backing out after you sold everything, it asks you if you want to cancel your modifications. Is you have to meet the criteria before you can finish a build. Right. See that that brings me to one of my gripes. Um, one of my biggest gripes, the shipbuilding, is that you can't just buy components and build a ship. You have to have a ship already that you're willing to break down, and then you can go through and sell all the components and then start from from scratch. But you can't just like 
go to the ship um, owner and be like, all right, I'm going to start buying pieces and build a ship. I don't know if that's entirely that. true because you there is a, uh, a shipyard you can put on your own base. And from what I heard, you can build from scratch on that. Oh, okay. Now, I haven't gotten I haven't that tested far it, into but I haven't I built a ship. I haven't got to the point where I can build a shipyard on my base yet, though. So maybe that's why I haven't There's supposed to be very that. expensive to build. I'm going to but eventually because I love building ships. Well, yeah. remember, there is no level cap, and we can unlock every single skill, and we can build everything. I'm impatient. <laughs> I want to do it now. The new game plus is for. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> my other big gripe, my other biggest gripe, and I guess this isn't a huge thing, but from like a, a gamer standpoint, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way, was just that two separate main story quests I did sent me to two different planets. And both planets, even though they were different, were carbon copies of each other. Like, crates in the same place, you have to go around the same mountain and in the same cave and down the same hallway and up the same hallway and down the same hallway. Everything was exactly like cookie cutter. And it was two different planets on two different quests. And that kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, like... I, I can understand that with the procedurally generated planets and stuff, you know, coming up with two that kind of rolled similar. But to have two in the main story quest within, like, a pretty close proximity to each other to where it was, like, super noticeable to me, I don't know. That, that kind of rubbed me wrong. Yeah, the uh, main story quest, my understanding was all those planets were supposed to be hand-drawn. So no. I am a little just. I'm a little disappointed they went cookie cutter with that. Um, exploring, I see that all the time with the pre-generated factories and stuff it creates. But I expect yeah. that from a procedurally generated, partially procedurally gen generated planet um, because of what I'm doing. This game is so massive. I, I'm, right. I'm not surprised there's shortcuts here and there. Um, and I, if you're talking about like going for to find artifacts. Yeah. Well, then those planets are, some of them are procedurally generated. They've said that. Well, the thing is, is like, it, it wasn't, to be fair, uh, I, I mean, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt, obviously, to be fair. It, like, it wasn't two major planets. I think they were both, like, moons of a planet. Mm. So, but it was two different ones. And I they were yeah. exactly the same. That's fair. The only buddy. difference is one had creatures in the way that I had to kill and the other one didn't. But other than that, everything was exactly the same and it was, I don't know. They were too, I, th I thought the, the quests were too close to each other for something like that because it was very noticeable. I've had a couple of minor graphic glitches, minor audio glitches, nothing that was game changing <laughs> or disturbing. I had to reload one time because the robot I always forget his name so I don't even talk to him anymore. Um, Vasco. Vasco, uh, he, uh, was shooting with me in the beginning of the game and his shooting audio did not stop after combat ended <laughs> and it got oh, too annoying so I had to reload my game and then it was gone but that was the only one that would cause me to ever have to reload. I had one bug I had to reload and that was because I was in space uh, and I went to go attack the Crimson Fleet and accidentally hit a UC ship and so after destroying the Crimson Fleet they came after me I got far enough away to break lock and everything, but it didn't break combat. So I had to reload because I was stuck. I couldn't grab jump or anything since it was damaged. And I couldn't break combat so I could actually fly to another planet and let it uh, fix itself. So there's that. There's minor bugs. 
Yeah. But they're minor though. Had, but guys, this game is massive. Like, yeah, they're minor. It's, it's, it's nothing game breaking that I've noticed or anything. Like my favorite visual bug that I've ran into though is I was going <laughs> through. A, I was on a low gravity planet and I was going through a little like command center or whatever and. I just saw a hand sticking up through the floor, like waving at me. And then later on, I went outside and I went under that particular part and I saw the guy hanging from the roof and his hand was stuck through the wall. And <laughs> it just made me laugh. I was like, oh, hey, there's the rest of them. <laughs> that's, that, that's the only bug I'm really constantly seeing is the uh, NPC clipping. That's it. I haven't seen any other major bugs. Knock on that's bugs. forgivable. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it is. There's that so also has to do with your graphics card, too. Sometimes it and just doesn't process it fast enough, and it clips. I had some was... NPCs attack my uh, outpost once, and I killed them. And then I left, and when I came back to my outpost, the NPCs were still there, and they were all standing up, but they were dead. <laughs> and they were just kind of standing there. When I was going through the last quest of Ryujin, um, the guys were with me. on. We were talking on Discord, and I was going through it. It took me three hours to do it. <laughs> And it is so freaking complex. I'm surprised there weren't any bugs I noticed. Yeah. Dude, speaking of uh, cool effects, um, uh, Archon talking about his guy is still standing. Uh, that bug. I had a person on a low gravity planet I snuck up on and eliminated. And the body took a second to start falling backwards before it <laughs> fell to the ground. I was like, wow. It took yeah, gravity like, into effect. The Maybe gravity I hit one fun. I hit a guy on a low gravity planet with uh, my my uh, grenade launcher that you get from a quest, <laughs> and it launched him, and this dude took off. I was like, wow, where's he coming down at? I want to loot that corpse, but where's he going to come down at? My guy tends to, to try to avoid zero gravity. Or very low gravity planets because you cannot sneak. But I have sniped in zero gravity. I've got oh, some that was amazing a, shots. Oof. That was one little bug. I, I'm assuming it was a bug because it's only ever happened to me once. I was I, when I was talking to Rook earlier. I was on a planet um, searching for something. We won't say what, but I was jumping around and I realized. I don't have a jetpack meter and it's not going down. And I was just sitting there constantly just like flying through the air with my jetpack and it, the meter wasn't going down. It, like, it's like that. No track. gravity. I haven't had any meters when I'm going in zero gravity. Really? Mm -hmm. Cause I haven't noticed that before. Um, there's something I'll, I'll talk to you about after off the air. Cause it involves part of the main story yeah. where it is a no gravity situation. And if you look, notice in that area, you won't have it. I do. Uh, another thing I do I like. I know what you're talking is, about. You do have a meter in those areas. I didn't see one. If I did, I, I didn't notice because I was constantly flying. So I do like how um, I'm a little disappointed in what I was expecting the oxygen system to be. But I. Oh, do, yeah. Yeah. I do like how it actually worked to um, on the low gravity planets where if you're running and you leap on the low gravity planets you'll leap and it'll if as long as you're not over encumbered it'll start recharging your um oxygen meter while you're going the same speed while as you're running, in the air, yeah. jumping through the air <laughs> it'll do that one on any of the planets while you're using your boost pack too it'll slowly start regenerating while you're using your boost pack 
All right, guys. Is there any other uh, big things you want to talk about before we uh, call this episode good? Uh, The only other thing that I was going to mention was that um, I did notice that I was completely wrong in my assessment of the oxygen meter. Like, (laughs) I thought it was going to be a situation where you only had so much oxygen while you're away from your ship, but it turns out that the oxygen meter is is just basically a stamina meter. Yeah. So that that was pretty cool. I did like that because that way you're not limited at how long you can be away from your ship. I actually took track of our um, our predictions we made throughout our previous six episodes. We were uh-huh. mostly correct on the vast majority of these things. There were a couple yeah. where we were off, but the vast majority we were correct. Yeah. So good job, guys. Sweet job, Bethesda, reading our minds. Um, <laughs> and my last thing is I got yelled at by an NPC that made me laugh very hard. I was <laughs> doing something. I was talking to the guys, and it was the middle of a. I was in the middle of a conversation with a quest, and the NPC looks at my screen, turns to it, and yells at me, "You are not paying attention." <laughs> I've had yeah. that a few times. <laughs> I have them yell at me all the time. You know, we can always come back and loot more stuff later. You don't have to carry <laughs> everything now, right? Anytime I try and pick up anything while I'm encumbered, they, they yell at up. me. Um, I do love how if you just sit there, they start and not talk to them. They'll start saying random things like, uh, are we done here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. A lot of little immersion things like that that make a big difference. Mm-hmm. Um, we I will be into more depth on all yes, this. So on our playthroughs. Um, yes. Starting um, Friday, we will have episode seven out, and we'll get a lot more in depth with our playthroughs and get all fanboy out about different things. And yeah, and we'll address your questions, your yeah, comments. Hopefully, you give us lots of them. There are the game is out now, so there's lots of things to ask questions about. Yeah. So send in your questions. As always, please don't forget to leave us a, a five star review. It really help us helps us a lot. Uh, if you guys want to send in your questions, whether it be written or if you want to send us an audio file for now until I get the phone number set up, uh, you can email us starfieldraw at gmail.com. R-A-W. Uh, you can follow us on X at Starfield Raw. And you can follow us on Facebook. Starfield Raw. It's uh, on, star- on Facebook. It's r.a.w. And you can follow us individually as well on X. I am at the widget, W-I-G-I-T. I am at Rook213. And I am at the Archon, A-C-H-O-N. Or, yeah, A-R-C-H-O-N. Wow, can't spell my name. I, I, put a picture. I, I did put a picture of my character on our, our Twitter on our show Twitter. Oh, yeah, I should do that, too. So, I'll screenshot it later and do that. If you guys want to just check those out, and I'm, I'm, I plan on doing a lot of that in my personal as well as through the show. So, uh, yeah. And I believe that is it for tonight. Episode 6.5, or a little bonus episode, guys. If some of the, some of something big comes out in the game or some big news, we might do another .5 episode down the road. But um, we are back to our regularly scheduled episodes. We will see you guys again on Friday. Peace out, everybody. Have fun playing the game.